0: there and thanks for joining me on the podcast today. We're looking at the topic of intercultural intelligence, social intelligence, cultural intelligence, ethnic intelligence. Parents are the teachers, children are the students, and in the home is the classroom in which intercultural, interethnic Inner social intelligence is acquired. It's learned behavior. We're not born to be intercultural. We learn intercultural behavior, attitudes, morals, patterns of living, comfort uh, with other people, the ability to interact with those that are different from yourself. We're living in a world where there is a very definite message on the street, but the message is. Negative. It's what's wrong and what cannot be. The message is self centered. It's for the good of the person who chants. It's not good for all, but it's good just for the one who chants. It's exclusionary. The message on the street is very exclusionary. It excludes other people and includes only the ones that are like yourself. And the message on the street is also anti authority. So when you take that kind of a message it's negative self-centered exclusionary and anti-authority you're going to have conflict you're going to have polarization take place it does not bring people together it separates it disjoins people from one from another on the other hand there is a message out there as well that message is positive it includes other people It's other-centered, it's inclusionary, and it respects authority. So these two messages are out on the street today, and they're having great impact upon individuals, and we're polarizing our community, we're polarizing our country around these two sets of attitudes, these two messages. One is built within the context of the Black Lives Matter movement, and we're going to have that kind of orientation, negative, self-centered, exclusionary, and anti-authority the more we go down that road. On the other hand, there's another message out there. And this is the message in which I was raised. It's the message in which my children were raised. It's the message in which my generation was raised. It was based on a song or a chant, very similar, but it said something like this. Red and yellow, black and white. All are precious in his sight. That's a different message. That's an inclusionary. That's a positive. That's a respectful message. And that's the message that I recommend that we shift from the one that is self-centered and and exclusionary to one that is other-centered and inclusionary and respect authority. Black, yellow, red, white. I was raised in a community in Chicago, Illinois. My community was mixed message. It had a mixed uh, racial base to it. I was raised among black people, Italians, Jewish, and white. Those were the four predominant racial groups in which I was raised. Went to elementary school, went to high school, worked, went to church, lived in a community that was integrated, that was mixed. My exposure was red and yellow, black or white. You see, that's a whole different message, a whole different world. And kids today that were raised only in one culture, only the black culture, only the white culture, only the yellow culture, or whatever. Anytime that you are exclusionary and you only are exposed to your own people, you're going to have prejudice, you're going to have interracial conflict, and you're going to have misunderstanding and the non-understanding of each other. So it's good to kind of sit back and just take a little bit of a inventory of your life inventory of your upbringing, inventory of your childhood, your church, your home, your neighborhood, your school. Was it united? Was it integrated? Was it an international experience that you had as you grew up? Was it a mixed uh, culture? Was it a mixed ethnic group that you were exposed to as you grew up? In all of these areas, your home, your school, your church, your, your neighborhood, your sporting events, the teams that you played on. You see, the more that you are exposed as a child, to people who are, who are different from yourself in a variety of ways, the more you're going to be interculturally intelligent, the more you're going to be wise, the more you're going to be comfortable, the more you're going to feel safe, the more you're going to feel open and be interactive with people who are different, you know, from yourself. So as a child, were you did you travel to other countries? Was your school a mixed school and racial background? In your home, did you have people from different ethnic and cultural and uh, international background? Did you volunteer in organizations and situations where you were exposed to people of different racial background? You see, taking a little inventory of your own self. You know, you might be more comfortable and you may be more... Interactive with people different from yourself than you realize but on the other hand maybe you're not maybe you're not raising your kids quite as so uh, interculturally maybe it's time to kind of broaden that maybe it's time to take some steps to interact with people different from yourself and bring about an intercultural uh, flavor to your home and to your parenting and to your family life the real question every parent has to face is will your child be prepared to approach those of another culture, ease tension, and to build a relationship for the future good of each other and for the future good of the community in which you live. That's really the question. And you as a parent, it rests on you to make sure your child is prepared to be intercultural, to be safe and interculturally, to be open interculturally, to contribute interculturally, to participate with others interculturally and so on. It's up to you as a parent. And if you don't do it as a parent, your child will have this exclusionary kind of an idea, an attitude. You'll have an attitude that will be more self-centered, an attitude that will be be anti-authority, be an attitude that will be more negative, So as a child, that's the time, childhood is the time to bring the world to the doorstep of your home, to the doorstep of your family, to the interactional patterns of your family life, to the integration of your family life with the world in which you live. It's up to you parent. Now what I'd like to do is just kind of um, identify some personality components that are necessary, that are essential, that are basic. We are going to have an intercultural intelligence, or I can say it the other way around, as a parent. These are the interpersonal components. These are the personality components that you want to make sure you develop in your children. So your children grow up to be inclusionary, to be respectful of those of, who are different from themselves, to be more positive and to be other culturally oriented. So are you doing this as a parent? Are you teaching your children some of the basic personality components of what I call intercultural intelligence here they are here's number one teaching your child respectability all are equal as created human beings each person is unique we have to respect that we have to understand that we have to respect children because every child comes with something unique that child has been created with something unique and we want to know what that is and we want to connect with that we want to be open to that we want to interact with that that uniqueness of each individual if we look at other people kind of with the view of being respectful to them They'll be respectful to you. And you'll interact with your culture. You'll interact with your international world based on respect. Here's number two, what I call tolerant. You approach other people. You approach situations with an attitude of acceptance. Non-judgmental, if you will. To be tolerant. To understand that people are different. To understand that people have their own unique contributions. To understand that people have their own background, their own history. Some of it's good and some of it's not so good. But to be tolerant so that other people can grow and mature and fulfill their life and fulfill their dream, and that we not get in the way and we not damage the opportunity for people to be successful and to achieve and to live a full life. Here's number three, optimism. Are you teaching your child to be optimistic? To look for the good, to look for the positive component in other people. In other words, to be cautiously optimistic. Not necessarily to trust everybody right away. You'll trust is something learned and it's acquired. But to be cautious, but to be optimistic. Cautious optimism. That's the key word. So look for the good. Look for the positive components in other people. They're there. If you have an optimistic point of view, you'll find those good things. You'll you'll understand them. You'll connect with them. And they'll contribute to your life. Here's another one. Analytic thinking. You as a parent responsible to teach your children analytic thinking. To ask questions. But not necessarily to be hypercritical but to have what I call controlled doubt, controlled doubt. Sure, you have certain questions and you have certain doubts about other people and you want to be safe, you want to be cautious, but you analyze, you look at the other people, you look at other people, you look at other cultures, kind of from an interest point of view and be analytic and ask questions and understand them and come to know them and come to learn about them. Here's another one, teachability. Are you as a parent teaching your children to be open. To be eager to learn. You want them to be teachable. You want them to look at life from a point of view of teachability. They can learn. Other people can learn. At times you're the teacher and at times you're the learner. At times you're the follower and sometimes you're the leader. That's teachability. To be open. To be eager to learn. And here's the next point. Fear control. Fear control. Not to be fearless but to keep fear under control in other words sure there are times to be cautious there's times to be careful there's times to be just a little bit safe to make sure that you're a little bit safe but to move forward and to open up your life and interact with other people keeping your fear under control recognizing that you may have some fear but not let that dominate not let that drive you away not let that keep you away fear often keeps people away from other people But you want to have your fear under control so that you're careful, but you're interactive. You reach out. And here's the last point. Inquisitiveness. Intrigue. That's what you want to teach your children. To be inquisitive. To have a, a sense of intrigue about the world in which they live. Getting to know others. Getting to know you, if you will. Getting to know all about you. Getting to know other cultures. Getting to know other people. Getting to know other races. Getting to know other backgrounds. Getting to know people from other countries. Make sure your child looks at life with intrigue, with inquisitiveness, so that they understand and they're open to study. So these are the personality components I recommend as a parent that you make sure that your child possesses these personality components, your responsibility. So check them off, if you will. Does your child have respectability for others? Does your child have tolerance for others? Does your child is optimistic? Is your child analytic in thinking? Is your child teachable? Is your child living with a sense of fear that's under control? And is your child inquisitive? Does have does your child have a sense of intrigue to learn about other people and from other people of all backgrounds? So those are the personality components. Those are the things that are essential in bringing about a world that's culturally open, a culturally uh, sensitive world, a culturally acceptable world. If we approach the world from that perspective, from those personality traits, from those values, from those uh, tendencies of behavior, we'll go a long way in bringing our world together. So the message is not to be negative. It's not to be self-centered. It's not to be exclusionary. It's not to be anti-authority. That won't get you anywhere. That will only create separation and distinction and difference, and then therefore conflict. You have to have a world. You have to enter into the world. You have to be part of the world. It is positive, and that is other-centered, It's inclusionary, and where there's a respect for authority. It's not BLM. That's not the answer. That's inclusionary. Only for them. It excludes everybody else. That's self-centered. That's a negative message. That's an anti-authority message. But to be red or yellow, black or white, all are precious in his sight. That's the message that you want to bring to your children, to your home, to your community, to your school, to your workplace, so that there's an openness and that there's a willingness to interact and be part of the community in a personal and integrated manner, because then good will come you know, from that. Anyway, thanks for joining me today on the podcast, and um, let's tell you what we can do in bringing about our role, our participation in a world that is much more interculturally intelligent. Bye for now.